Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Karan Alessandra. Hi dear friends. Today we explore the topic of gratitude, which according to the teachings we have studied really is a way to open your heart, tap into that feeling nature, but also a way to steer your thought patterns into a much more positive and uplifted higher vibration. Yes, gratitude. This is a great topic. Um, We have found some research to start us off that uh, we found very interesting Regarding gratitude, there have been a lot of studies that um, back up what the yogic tradition um, reinforces as far as the importance of gratitude. Um, Gratitude in the yogic tradition is known as a very heart-opening, heart-expanding experience or exercise. So um, it's they say that it is one of the highest frequencies, the the feeling of gratitude is one of the highest frequencies or vibrations that we can um, experience. So um, if we start with just talking about some of the research that they've done, there was an interesting study that um, two psychologists, one from the University of California in Davis and one from the University of Miami, And they had two groups of people. One group was focused on the things that they were grateful for that occurred throughout this 10-week study. And the second group wrote about their daily grievances, their daily irritations that had come up during that time. And um, what they found was after 10 weeks, um, the people who had written about gratitude were more optimistic and they felt better about their lives. And that may not be surprising when you're putting yourself in a, where you're focusing on what's good about things, um, that that would lead you to feel good. But what was kind of surprising was that that group who was focusing on gratitude were also exercising more and had fewer uh, visits to the doctor than the other group. So I think we have a lot of, um, you know, I see a lot of research that indicates the correlation between the mind and the body. And if you have a healthy mind, you have a healthier body. And um, so maybe it shouldn't be surprising for that reason, but I always feel that when I do see that reinforcement from a scientific study that's saying, oh, well, this mental state of gratitude positively impacted their physical body too. Um, I, I just always appreciate when I see that reinforcement. Mm. And it doesn't have to stop with our own well-being. It can also improve our relationship with others. Mm. So there are studies that have looked at, at how gratitude can improve relationships. So, for example, a study of couples found that individuals who took time to express gratitude for their partners not only felt more positive toward the other person, 
but also felt more comfortable expressing concerns about their relationship. And I remember a few years ago, I tuned in to, I believe her name is Abraham Hicks. She uh, speaks about law of attraction. Mm-hmm. But what she said about relationship was really interesting. And I kept this in my mind that um, usually what we do is that we focus on, uh, let's say I like 90% of Yukara, but the 10% I don't like. <laughs> if we were living together, I would start focusing on those 10%. Like, mm. why doesn't she do the dishes? Oh, why does she always have to leave her jacket on the floor? Like, whatever mm. it can be. Instead of focusing on 90% that I like, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I start to focus on those 10%. And we just lock ourselves up. And... You know, we can always improve because she was talking about, yes, we can choose a new partner. We can choose new friends. And there will, like with time, the more we get to know ourselves, we will more likely attract someone who is more on the same level. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you have 90% match, that's a good match. Yeah. So you, you, you don't have to change partner yeah. to get 90% right. Uh-huh. Rather, start focusing on those percents that are good. Yeah, that's a beautiful point. I remember listening to a talk once where the man, and I, I'm sorry that I don't remember who it was because I'd love to give him credit, but he uh, was talking about the same concept where you're not going to find the perfect partner or the perfect friend who is, you know, does 100% of, of you know, never bothers you, never irritates you. Um, and... And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, if you did find that, it makes me kind of wonder if you are needing a leader rather than a partner. You know, if you're kind of in a worshiping sort of um, mind frame, if that makes sense. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, I suppose. But, um, But his point was... We have a certain, and maybe you think of it as that 10%, but there's a cost of business. So, you know, in a business setting, you have the cost of doing business um, where they're just things that you can't get around. You're going to have to pay to to keep the lights on. You're going to have to pay, um, you know, you're going to have to pay for people to be idle sometimes. Um, that's just the cost of business. There are things that your partner is going to do that are the cost of business. And, you know, and mm-hmm. if you look at it that way, it's like, okay, I'm just, you know, I'm never going to be able to to support the lack of doing dishes. You know, that's always going to annoy me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's a problem that I have with me that I need to come to terms with because overall, this is a great relationship, you know, and, mm. and I don't want to give give it up because I've got these small minor things. So I just felt like reframing it in that way was um, so beautiful to think yeah. that, you know, we're all, ha- we all have the cost of business with every relationship that we have. <laughs> that was kind of clever. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it's a bit of a tendency with this striving society. And I would also blame social media a little bit because we see just, how great everything looks for everyone else and instead of you know looking at what we gratitude 
are grateful for, we look at what we don't have. Mm, And uh, I remember when I started to find meditation, I said there were just things happening in my life. And, you know, looking at the paper view, things really fell apart. Like there were just many things that were not going the way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really hard. But, you know... If I look back now, I I had loving friends and family. I had a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. I was living in Sweden, like one of the most like richest countries in the world. We don't have I don't know what war is, and so you know, really things were very good for me. But compared to what I could do, or what my ego wanted to do. I just saw what was wrong or like, oh, my friends are there or they are there rather than, you know, we stop to appreciate basic things. And I read an article doing research for this about uh, he's a yoga or meditation teacher. And he was writing about when he was visiting the expanding light in um, California. You've been there. Mm-hmm. And this was when the big fires were there and he just saw the fire and this made him think of you know all the destruction for those people that had their homes destroyed or people died or they lost animals so much destruction and he's like he really started to appreciate that yeah he had roof over his head Mm. and he had food on the table and you know Usually, I think we we want so much instead of you just looking at the simple things. Yes. And sometimes we need that catastrophe. I mean, how many times when you when you hear about the death or loss of someone and you look at your loved ones, and it, this happens to me sometimes when I hear of the loss, especially of a child, and I look at Iris and it's like, oh my God, I'm so grateful for you. I usually mm-hmm. am. Mm-hmm. But it's like, in the face when we face that loss mm. it becomes so much more apparent what what we are grateful for yeah that is such a beautiful point and it's i think that if if being grateful and looking at the world through a grateful lens is not something that you're already doing you can um so you don't necessarily, well, there, I guess what I'm trying to say is there are certain people who just have more of a, they, they tend to see what's wrong first. And maybe that's mm-hmm. even more of a human thing. Um, maybe that's very common, but, um, if, if you aren't in the practice of doing gratitude as a daily practice, um, you can begin small, you know, taking appreciation, like you're saying, just, I have a roof over my head. I I don't have to worry about where my next meal is coming from. I have a loving and supportive family. I have, um, a job that I enjoy or whatever it is. I, you know, I can, I can take this breath, you know, thank you for Mm -hmm. this moment that I can be in tune with my breath. But, but having gratitude for those easy things, I'm putting those easy things in quotes, but, Mm. um, you know, the things that are happening around you that aren't causing you pain can help you when the time comes that the big things happen that you really 
may have a really hard time finding gratitude because the master gratitude class comes with those big traumas Mm -hmm. and they come for everyone. We all have trauma that we experience in our life and, um, and when we can, and, and it can, I mean, it definitely can be hard to see the gratitude in the moment. You know, if somebody that you really cherish dies, it can be really difficult in that moment <laughs> to be like, oh, wow, I'm really grateful for this. You know, it may take some mm. time to step back and, and see that. There can be other things to be grateful for in that moment. Um, but, you know, we don't need, I think it's also important to let feelings pass through us and not to kind of block them and say, well, I'm not going to feel that grief right now when this just happened because I I need to feel grateful all the time. Um, You know, we do need (laughs) to let things pass through us and not block them. But when we can start to still experience gratitude, even you know, again, for other things that are happening. So for that example, if something catastrophic happens in your life and you lose somebody who means so much to you, for example, you start to see people gather around you. You start to see people circling the wagons and recognizing that you're in need and maybe bringing you meals, giving you a hug, taking you for coffee even just, you know, asking, how are you doing? Um, recognizing that you're in pain and, and praying for you and all of those things that happen where you feel loved and you feel held and you feel seen. And, um, you maybe don't always feel like that when things are running smoothly in your life. Sometimes it takes a really painful event to happen for you to see that compassion in other people and receive that compassion and get the exercise of receiving because that can be hard for us too, can't it? Where, where you know, we some of us are more inclined to feel like I want to take care of other people and that's my role and we're not good about receiving and it is important to receive as well. So, um, but those are, like I say, the master classes, right? <laughs> where, yes. You don't want to be, you know, you wouldn't wish it on anybody and you wouldn't wish it on yourself, but there is in those events, there's huge gratitude. There are huge opportunities for gratitude in there too. Mm. Yeah. And I've been practicing gratitude on and off, especially previous year. I had a calendar where there was a little box for every day. So it's just easier when it's there in the calendar. Uh, of course, you can just have a notepad where you write it, but it's just so much easier when it's you don't have three different books to write in. You know, I have my journal book. Or the, so it was just convenient and easy. So I, I just didn't forget about it. And I really saw, like similar to these studies, um, it's really uplift one's consciousness. It really elevates. So when I was in a good mode, I was really good, good, good. Like I was flying sometimes the Mm. more I practiced it and it was just you know I was writing simple things oh I appreciate the sunlight today or I appreciate Mm. that this friend took time to come and sit and you know talk deeply with me but it could also be big things sometimes big things happen um but just not to limit it to the big events in life 
And just like I said, I also saw, especially in the moments when things turn around and I would feel naturally low, mm. that's even more important because then, then we already have started this negative thought pattern. So it's extra crucial to cut that off and try to steer our thoughts in another direction because mm -hmm. if we go with that thought pattern of whatever it was that caused us to think negatively or feel low, mm -hmm. if we can try and change the energy of our thought patterns, we don't have to go down the whole the negative spiral mm -hmm. so far at least. Yeah, that's really Beautiful. Were you were you um, journaling or are you journaling every day, like taking time at the end of the day? Or how did that look from a practical perspective for you? You mean at the moment or? Are you still in, doing a gratitude journal? Yeah, well, because when you and me started to talk about having mm -hmm. this topic, I started to practice again. And I just bought this book from uh, an Ayurveda doctor that I'm going to see soon and so in his book it's it's yoga for the mind so you should write every day what what you are grateful for just for this reason to change your thought patterns which we have talked a lot about in this podcast so it just becomes more natural when i have it in the book so I, you fill out your mood throughout the day and thought patterns you discover like it's really interesting. Uh, that's for another <laughs> podcast <laughs> episode, I think. But so one part is to write something you're grateful for. And I really enjoy taking up the practice because I see the effect on my mental state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really I, I, because journaling, I think, is a great practice. And, you know, as you said, when we started planning to have this episode, we talked about both of us doing a gratitude journal. And I've been hosting uh, house guests for a week. And it didn't, I, it kept me a lot busier than not busier than I expected. But and it was really nice having them, but just it didn't leave a lot of me time. <laughs> and so I didn't get to the point where I was actually writing it down. But, um, you know, I would just say that gratitude journaling is a wonderful thing to do. If you just do it, even just right before you go to bed, you think of you, you can do what you want, your imagination's the limit. But even if you just write down one thing, that you're grateful for one thing you can think of, or maybe you challenge yourself to think of three things. What were my three most grateful things? And it gives you that chance to reflect back on your day for one thing and kind of um, right before you're going to sleep where when you're going into sleep, you're going into the subconscious mind and that's taking you into a different level of consciousness. So you may be able to kind of process things a little more fully if you've just thought about your day. Um, but you also, so I wasn't doing journaling, um, but I was trying to take time throughout the day to just make sure I thought, okay, what am I, like specific thoughts about gratitude. So I may throughout the day naturally think, oh, that's really nice. Or isn't that beautiful? Or, you know, look at the beautiful weather. You know, my kids and I were walking yesterday talking about how the temperature was just perfect outside and the sky was mm. blue and there were these big, puffy white clouds and it was so pretty. Um, but 
I was trying to take moments throughout the day to specifically think, ooh, what am I grateful for? Think of something that's happened today so far that you're grateful for. And that's one of the nice things that can happen through journaling or through a practice of being grateful regularly is that when you know you have to account for it at the end of the day, you start noticing things happening during the day. So you're kind of like, oh yeah, I'm going to need to remember something by the end of the day. So it's almost like preparing for your homework. Okay. Yeah. what? And, and it just kind of gets you in that mindset where you're like looking more for things to be grateful mm-hmm. for, which is a much healthier than just constantly noticing the, the things that are wrong around you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I experienced. You start to look out for because you can also set the challenge for yourself that, yeah, maybe there are three things and you sh- there should be three different things than what you said the other days of the week or mm-hmm. maybe yesterday. So you have to be more creative. Like you can't always think for the beautiful son or the your child, but you have to be more creative mm-hmm. and find small things. So maybe we are in a moment where we normally would, let's say, maybe waiting in line in the supermarket and maybe people are being slow or someone is being annoying. I mean, instead, if we have that mindset, we can start looking at things. Okay, what what do I have to be grateful here instead? Or is there something that I can be grateful for here? Or just in normal, normal experiences of life, we try to seek out that moment of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if we go back, we, we did brush on this topic um, about the frequency, but I, I think it's worth just reinforcing that the reason besides the fact that, you know, there are studies that prove scientifically that there are positive effects on your mental and physical health relating to gratitude. But beyond that, if we talk about frequency and vibration, um, we all we are all vibration. We are all giving a frequency, and even different parts of our body are giving different frequencies. You know, along the chakras, they have their own vibration, and um, everything is vibration and energy. Even things that appear very solid, like the floor, are. Um, have a vibration. And so we, um, through meditation and other practices, we're trying to raise our vibration, raise our frequency. And we do that naturally through meditation, through regular meditation practice, going into that stillness will naturally help us to raise our vibration. But there are other things that we can do that help to raise our vibration and gratitude is one of the highest frequencies. So when you're experiencing certain emotions, they're changing your frequency. So gratitude and love are very high. Um, Of course, the opposite, you know, hate and shame and guilt are very low. Um, Mm. So there's this there's a book that I think I've mentioned this book that I've been reading. I just finished it last night, The Energy Codes by Dr. Sue Mortar. And I really recommend this book. It's it's so interesting and this is this really goes into our body as energy and but but beyond the theoretical, really has practical tips about how to 
um, get in tune with the energy and then how to manipulate it to help us from a physical, from a healing perspective, from an emotional, mental, um, and physical perspective. And it talks a lot about the soul. So she uses um, the the concept of a protective personality, which is uh kind of like the ego in the yoga tradition, we might call that the ego, and then the soulful self, and that being the the higher self or the eternal self, but the, the part of us that goes beyond the body and the personality. So in her book, she talks about gratitude. So I'd just like to read this for a minute. Um, everyone talks about the importance of gratitude, but I'd like to take I'd like to talk about the importance of gratitude as it relates to living as the creator of your own life. When we do certain exercises that she mentions in her book, we purposely bring to mind things that generate the sensation of gratitude, not for any reason in our outer world, but so that we can learn how to do the sensation of gratitude. We express gratitude in order to model the soulful self vibrational frequencies, joy, love, appreciation, and presence. Eventually, we want to generate those for ourselves all the time. Once we're able to call up the frequency of gratitude by thinking of something we appreciate, we can take the next step of calling up the sensation of gratitude for no particular reason at all. So, there's a very um, packed sentence in there that I want to unpack a little bit. We express gratitude in order to model the soulful self vibrational frequencies. So when we express gratitude, we're modeling that eternal self, that vi- those vibrational frequencies that are associated with the soul, with our highest self that goes beyond the body, that, you know, pure essence of ourselves. And those um, soulful self vibrational frequencies are joy, love, appreciation, and presence. So um, gratitude is sort of like a shortcut to get us to those frequencies that are aligned with our, our highest potential, with our soul in there. And, um, and then the point is that when we get really good at gratitude, then we don't need the thing that makes us grateful. We can just call up that frequency. We get so attuned with the frequency that we can go into the frequency without having to have something that sparks it you know, without having to receive something to make us feel grateful. You know, we don't need a specific event to happen. We can just call up the frequency and be like, I'm going to be grateful now because I want to be in that vibration. So um, it's very powerful. Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting angle of it. Yeah. I I might have to look into that book after all. (laughs) I know. I've been telling you. (laughs) I'm going to send it to you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well... To tie this to the yogic teaching, one of the great yogic masters, uh, Swami Sri Yukteswar, he would say that to go within and discover our inner world or the soul, you really can't take one step on that path without developing devotion to 
develop your natural tendency to love. And gratitude plays an important role here because it can really help us to open our hearts. And as you say, tap into that feeling because that's really what we are doing with meditation practice. We are gathering our energies and going more inward and feeling that, wow, I, I can feel this sense of joy. I can feel this sense of love just by sitting down and feeling it is within me. Mm. It wasn't because someone did something to me. Mm -hmm. It happened because I felt it is inside of me. Right. So. Yeah, that's a, that's it. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's the whole, that's the, that's the journey benefit of the practice. Absolutely. To really feel that it is within. And mm -hmm. I actually had this happening to me recently I was experiencing a little bit of a going down in the mood and so I brought out um but I was actually bringing up a memory of uh, something I was very grateful for a moment of feeling very loved mm -hmm. and as I brought up that memory I just felt my whole mood was uplifted and because I tried to, you know, work on this feeling because I know I've, I've studied it, but to practice it is a different thing. And it's like, okay, I have the feeling within me somewhere, but mm -hmm. right now I'm just blocked because of things that happen in my life. So I, I feel this lack of something, whether in fact I know it is in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes it might be helpful to bring out a memory of something that we are grateful for, memory so we can tap into that feeling and then actually remember that, okay, it's still there, it, it is mm -hmm. inside. Because we can't feel the feelings anytime. Right. We, we're just conditioned to think that it has to happen because of stimuli outside ourselves. Right. But this is really the key of yogic practices to learn that it is inside. Right. And we can <laughs> access it kind of on demand as we get further and further mm, accustomed yeah. to it. Yeah. Really taking control of our emotions and tapping into more of our natural feelings and natural mm -hmm. state of being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Good. Well, do you have anything else to share on the topic of gratitude today? I'm grateful for this podcast. Yes, and I am too. I'm grateful for our friendship and I'm grateful for the listeners as yeah, well. Yeah, we're very grateful to see how many more of you that are tuning in. It really makes it even more enjoyable to share with you guys. Absolutely. So thank you for tuning in and please subscribe. And we look forward to the next meditation conversation. 